This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Podcasting since 2008, this is a show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and joy, acceptance, and inclusion. I shudder thinking how the world can be so Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. This is episode 405. I'm Daniel, founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Survival International Global Mission to a Special Olympics. We're changing things up just a little bit on this episode because this is episode 405, the week of um, Christmas, the holidays, this last couple weeks of 2020. We're, cha- we're changing things up this week for a podcast takeover episode. My one of my best friends, Lowen, uh, will be interviewing me for whole exceptionalities blog. Welcome, Lowen, and I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tone it. I'm gonna tone the mic over to you to host to take over this this podcast episode. Great. So before I start interviewing you, so everyone knows who I am. I am Lauren Jean Miller. I am a blogger and exceptionalities advocate. I'm also an athlete, a global messenger, health ambassador, and part of the Athlete Input Council for Special Olympics. I am going to be interviewing Daniel for the show and my blog. Um, it, I will, so you can access this. My blog is exceptional1023 at .wordpress.com. Um, and now we can start. Um, Daniel. How long have you had your podcast, and what got you started? Great question. Thank you for uh, having me on your blog, Lowen. And I started podcasting back when I had a lot more hail. <laughs> uh, and um, in I started podcasting in 2008. It was my first year of college, and I became a global merchandise in special Olympics Illinois, and um, what we just discovered a few months ago, in the same beginner class as you. Uh, <laughs> just discover that, yeah. And so when I got started, there was a lack of understanding for uh, people with a, a, a exceptionalities. A brief story that I'll share with you and your readers is that I hold an airline pilot, a friend of mine who's an, who's an airline pilot on a different airline than what we currently work for. But anyways, he called in to a different podcast, and he used the R word. And once he began listening to my podcast, his perspective on exceptionalities, his perspective on disability changed. And to this day, he continues to listen and support my podcast work. And in so... As I said, I started podcasting in 2008, and Special Chronicles, just to kind of clarify for your your readers, Special Chronicles started as one podcast, and now, 12 years later, it's expanded into a podcast network of around a dozen podcasts. uh, a dozen podcasts. So kind of think of National Public Radio and how they have a lot of different shows on, on their own on National Public Radio across the country. And that's kind of what Special Chronicles is for those of us with exceptionalities. So um, Special Chronicles is the National Public Radio for those of us with 
exceptionalities. So um, I shared a few links with you that you can share on your blog, but uh, um, listeners can, <laughs> I'm used to saying listeners, <laughs> your readers can listen and subscribe anytime and find links to all of our different podcasts, the Special Chronicles show, the George and Daniel show, the Unified at Work show, uh, and, and a lot of different shows, um, even a mutual friend of ours, Lisa Noble, she has a podcast of her own that's on, on, on our network. But all of the different podcasts are linked uh, on specialchronicles.com slash listen is where people can find links to listen and subscribe to all our pod- podcasts. And your blog readers can visit specialchronicles.com to listen to a podcast, watch our videos, connect with us on social media, newsletter, and much more awesomeness of giving respect and voice to people with exceptionalities. Wonderful. Uh, what or who inspired you? What or, what or who inspired me? Um, good question. And uh, that's a difficult question. Um, many things and people have inspired me. For one, the Special Olympics movement, both globally and locally here in our home state of Illinois. The Inclusion Revolution also inspires me to advocate for people like ourselves with exceptionalities. A few people, so, so that's more of kind of the what that inspires me, is our special Olympics movement and the, really the, the inclusion revolution. Uh, and uh, uh, as for people who inspire me, my family, my mom, my dad, my two sisters, my brother-in-law, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, and also my friends like you, and of course my my um, girlfriend Georgia inspires me every day. Awesome. Do you have a favorite interview you? did for your podcast? If so, please tell me about it. Another difficult question. I feel like um, parents, when they're asked about their, their favorite child, they they don't really answer. I mean, it's how I, I guess it's difficult for, for them to answer. But uh, as for a favorite interview on this podcast that people... Uh, if not reading your blog, then they're listening or watching us right now. Uh, there are so many inspiring and amazing guests that have come on the digital podcast airwaves on specialchronicles.com. But if I were to, and uh, out of over, over 400 podcasts the past over 12 years of doing this, um, so produced, you know, hundreds and hundreds of podcasts, you know, over the, you know, over a decade of, of podcasts. And it's kind of hard to pick just one favorite, but if I were to pick a favorite, it would be when I had a chance to talk to an interview to host a conversation with Tim Schreiber, chairman of Special Olympics. This is my best interview. It took 10 years of practice and the first decade of Special Chronicles to even to even to schedule him as a guest, we recorded it. I'll picture it for. I mean, I'll 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 try, I'll try to paint a picture right now for your readers, and that is we recorded it in the hallway of a hotel in downtown Chicago. It was the Intercontinental Hotel on Michigan Avenue in downtown Chicago, and it was during the fiftieth Special Olympics anniversary. There. There was uh, special Olympics CEOs from across the the United States, across the uh, across the this uh, country, that walked past as we recorded. And I had a small production crew. I had one. I, I had my producer that was behind the camera. My I had my my. A photographer. I had two two social media producers. Um, I had 
another camera angle. Just, it, it was amazing how this, how this, 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 this conversation, this interview with Tim Shriver came to be. And Tim talked about how his mom started Special Olympics and the need for the inclusion revolution in today's world. It's, it's still, those still listeners today that still go back and, 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 and listen or watch it. And it's listed on, if people go on specialchronicles.com, I, I listed out the top 10 podcasts. And that is, as you could probably take out by me saying it's my favorite, it is the number one out of the, the, top, the top 10. And so you and your blog readers can listen and watch my Special Chronicles conversation with Tim Shrivo on specialchronicles.com slash podcast 301. That's, um, that's episode 301. So... Uh, definitely worth listening and watching. I uh, definitely recommend people check out that interview with Tim Shriver. Awesome. What would you say your podcast has helped you become an advocate for exceptionalities? Please tell me how. Yes, I'd say absolutely my podcast has helped me to become an advocate for exceptionalities. The podcast has given me a, a platform to speak up for people who cannot speak up for themselves. The podcast has given me a place for people with exceptionalities to be understood. My podcast and all the podcasts that I produce on specialchronicles.com has created understanding the podcast has taught acceptance and it has and the the podcast has been a leader in inclusion to my over 42,000 average listeners per month so i'd say absolutely the podcast has been has helped me to become an even greater advocate for exceptionalities something that when I was growing up in high school and in my young years, because probably because of some some uh, just growing up, I just I guess probably because of some bullying and stuff that happened in my younger years, I never really thought that I would be, be become an advocate for exceptionalities, um, and. What I've learned the past 12 years is this podcast, this this network, this digital media platform that is SpecialChronicles.com has really, has really developed me into becoming a powerful advocate for social change, a, a powerful advocate for exceptionalities. You have a series for United Airlines. How has that experience been for you? Yes, I do have a series for United Airlines. The series, Unified at Work, is, along with Special Chronicles, this this series, this Unified at Work series, is co-produced with United Airlines. The experience has been amazing. The Unified at Work series is a Special Chronicles original podcast series. It features extraordinary conversations about unified employment taken off at United Airlines. It is, as you know, this this podcast series, this original podcast series, Unified at Work, is based on the groundbreaking global partnership between Special Olympics and United Airlines. This series features behind-the-scenes stories and audio documentaries from the global headquarters of the Friendly Skies. And it's been an, an amazing podcast series to co-produce uh, with a major legacy airline. It, it, it's been an amazing to witty chronicle. I can get it. Special chronicles chronicle. It's it's been an amazing experience to really chronicle 
the four of us service ambassadors, the original UA4, as we call ourselves, to 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 really call to 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 really um to really um um it to really chronicle and 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 tell behind the scenes stories of just how groundbreaking, just how amazing our jobs at United is. And I feel like it's this experience of co-producing this Unified at Work podcast series can give hope, can give encouragement, can really show people, by people listening to this, we have a, a, a full season, 10 episodes that people can go back and, and, and listen to, that it will give other states, it will give other special Olympics programs, other U- United Hubs, an opportunity to listen and hear about how to make more jobs like ours possible. And it's, it's some, it's, it's, an incredible, it's an, an incredible, amazing experience that I hope that more people will listen to. And speaking of listening, your blog readers can listen and subscribe anytime on specialchronicles.com slash unified at work. Okay. So my next question, how long have you been a part of Special Olympics and how long have you been swimming? How long have I been a part of Special Olympics? Well, well, um, I've been competing as an athlete in Special Olympics for about 15 years now. Back when I had a a lot more hair. (laughs) Pause for laughs. Cool thing about a podcast is you, 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 you've got all the sound effects right here. All right. When I was in high school, that was when I first started competing as an athlete in Special Olympics, Illinois. And I have been swimming for about 15 years, maybe a little bit longer than because I think I had like some swim lessons even before I started competing. Um, and an additional sport in Special Olympics that I also compete in is basketball. I also... Competed in softball for just one season. And then post-COVID, so once we're through all this global pandemic, COVID, and we, we can get back to competing, and I would like to um, to compete in unified golf with um, one of our special Olympics Illinois Foundation board members. Uh, well, yeah, that's some of the sports that I compete in. And... and uh, Competing for about about fifteen years now, and it's in, been an, an incredible journey to because little did I know fifteen years ago, uh, competing and swimming, competing in, in basketball, it would open up competing in these sports, especially Olympics, have, have opened up so many opportunities beyond sport that I never thought of over 15 years ago. I never would have thought, and this, creating this this podcast, creating this network, creating this platform, specialchronicles.com, is, is a, a perfect example of uh, the incredible journey that Special Olympics and competing and swimming and, and basketball has uh, given me so I'm I'm thankful for uh, the wonderful uh, family uh, that is Special Olympics. Okay. So, what strokes do you do? What so, is your favorite stroke and why? And and what is the most challenging stroke? You've done, and why? So I compete in freestyle, backstroke, and the 
four by one hundred freestyle relay. Um, but among all, oh, and breaststroke is, and that's a new one. And, and breaststroke is my probably my favorite stroke because and it's probably because it's the newest stroke to be swimming. I've only been been doing breaststroke for about the past two years, and in that just doing breaststroke for the past two years, um, in in just competing in breaststroke for the past two years, I've won a few gold medals at our Region C qualifying co- competition in this pretty new stroke. So for just for the full, for just competing for the first time in breaststroke the past two years, to be able to win um, a few gold medals is amazing. Uh, usually, I in freestyle and backstroke, I compete in fifty yards. A freestyle stroke and 50 yards of backstroke. Um, but for breaststroke, it's currently 25 yards. Um, and the most challenging stroke that I've done is backstroke. When I when I started, I say when I started because it was, it was uh, hard to see where I was going in the pool. But over the past 15 years, I've practiced and practiced. And practiced and practiced. And practiced and more practiced. You get the idea. And today, it's not really a challenging stroke for me. And with all the countless practice sessions, I was able to follow a, a line on the ceiling. Like if you look if you look up and just follow a line on the ceiling of the pool to keep track of 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 to, 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 to know where you were in that lane uh, of doing the, the bus truck and swimming and, and, and so that's why what I believe was the challenging stroke for me 15 years ago now 15 years later it's not really that much of a challenging stroke for me I see you are on the board of you are on the board and the athlete input console. So, do you feel Special Olympics has given you a voice, and how have they done that? Uh, how? So, yes, I, I I feel absolutely Special Olympics has given me a voice. Special Olympics has given me a voice because they have done a few things. One. They have, uh, Special Olympics has given me a voice because of the athlete leadership programs. It's because of the athlete leadership programs that I had courage to become an advocate for people with exceptionalities. It's because being part of the athlete leadership programs that I was able to founded Special Chronicles, a global digital media platform, and to be podcasting for over 12 years. The power of Special Olympics in giving me a voice is how I became, how I was selected for the prestigious role of Southern Tribal International Global Messenger. I am one, I'm, there's only 10 of us Special Olympics athletes globally to have this position. And my Cohen class that I'm in, uh, we so it's usually a four-year term, but I'll, my current class now got extended a year, so we 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 don't have four, um, five year, five years, and we 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 attend, we go to um, world games uh, like Abu Dhabi. Well, in a couple of years, we'll be um, well probably in about a year, in about a year, two thousand twenty-two, we'll be going to Kazan, Russia for the World Winter Games in two thousand twenty-three. We'll be going to Berlin for the World Games. And other regional events as well. So, oh, and I'm also a uh, statewide uh, Special Olympics Illinois statewide athlete input console. I am, uh, along with our friend Eric Bauman, uh, I am one of the two co-chairs of our statewide athlete input console. So, um, from being the co-chair of our statewide athlete input console to being a Southern Survival International Global Messenger, uh, tons of leadership opportunities uh, is, is tons of athlete leadership opportunities is how Special Olympics has really given me a voice and really empowered me to 
be a strong advocate for people with exceptionalities. Okay. How has Special Olympics impacted your life? Special Olympics has impacted my life by giving me the opportunity of voice, the opportunity of leadership, and the opportunity of sports to be healthy, both physically, year-round sports training and competition, and mentally through friendships like the friendships I have with you, Add more friendships like with my my girlfriend Georgia. That's a no, transition podcast or blog transition to the next segment, <laughs> and through the athlete leadership programs. These are the reasons how Special Olympics has impacted my life. So once again, to summarize, recap: uh, Special uh, Olympics has impacted my life because. Special the, the movement of Special Olympics has given me the opportunity of voice, given me the opportunity of leadership, and the opportunity of sports to be healthy, both physically, year-round sports training and competition, and mentally through the friendships that I have with you, with my girlfriend Georgia, and through all the other friends that I have made because of the athlete leadership programs. So voice, leadership, and sports to be healthy are the three kind of main categories of how Special Olympics has impacted my life. All right. How long have you and Georgia been together, and how did you meet? Good question. So um, I love talking about, about Georgia. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of obvious. Uh, I mean, I've got like a bunch of pictures. I've got a picture on, on my desk over here. Anyways, um, Georgia, my um, cutest true love, and I have been together for five years now. We first met through the athlete leadership programs training we attended in normal Illinois at the state headquarters of Special Olympics Illinois. Thanks and shout out goes to Carolyn Mayo again for introducing us. So yeah, yeah. So we uh, we we first met. I think I believe in 2010. We've been podcasting since 2012, and we've been dating since 2015. So friends, we have been friends since 2010. Podcasting together since 2012, and dating since 2015. So it, that gives you kind of a little bit of a timeline of um, how we met and. And I mean, it gives you a little, little bit of a timeline of how we have of how we have been together. Okay, what makes your relationship so special? What makes our relationship so special is that we both care so much for each other. We both are so in love with each other. We support each other, and we love being with each other. That's beautiful. Uh, what is your favorite thing you have done with Georgia that you have done together? There are tons of favorite things that we have done that that Georgia and I have done together. My favorite thing that that, that Georgia and I have done together is go on dates, from bike riding, cycling, to movie and dinner dates, to our date chats. By the way, date chats—that's what we call our FaceTime chats. So instead of calling it FaceTime, we call it date chats. So copyright ourselves. No, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, How has your relationship with Georgia helped you as a person? My relationship with Georgia has helped me as a person because Georgia has taught me how to kill for someone else. Being with Georgia, I've learned how to love someone deeply, madly, truly, more than just my family. So I'll, I'll repeat that briefly. Being with Georgia, I've learned how to love someone deeply, madly, truly. And with that, I'm grateful. Could we go ahead and just take a quick sponsor break? Okay. All right, you're listening to the Special Chronicles show. This is episode 405, our podcast takeover, Exceptionalities blog, with uh, hosted by Lowen, uh, will be coming up. Coming, and don't hit pause. We'll be back 
with this takeover episode in just uh, about three minutes from now, right here on SpecialChronicles.com. Hi, my name is Lisa Noble, and I'm a Combat Energy Force Ambassador and an athlete with Special Olympics Illinois. Hi, my name is Daniel Spakowski, and I also am a Combat Energy Force Ambassador and founder of a company called Special Chronicles. The Combat Energy Force program is a program that hires people with disabilities to teach the public how to save energy and money. It's the country's first energy efficiency program of its kind. Saving energy is especially important while everyone is at home due to COVID-19. We're using more electricity than ever before. Just think about how many more times you are opening the roof for your door these days. And while the economy is stressed, it's more critical than ever to save money where we can. Following these tips can save energy and money in this time of COVID-19. Wash your clothes in cold water and use the dryer sparingly. Your dryer can take up to seven times more energy than the washroom. Turn off and unplug any electrical devices or power strips you are not using. Electrical devices can continue to zap power even when turned off if they're still plugged in. We call them vampire devices. Use LED bulbs. They use 25% less energy than incandescent bulbs and last up to 25 times longer, saving you lots of money over time. Keep your refrigerator between 35 and 38 degrees. And be sure to use energy style appliances. And last but not least, check out comment.com slash home savings for more tips and rebates. Lisa and I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. Remember, we are all in this together. Stay healthy. And stay safe. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comrade is powering lives and Wadey is powering us here at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash comrade. We thank Comrade for the general support of Special Chronicles. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. Please support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. The Special Chronicles show is executive produced by specialchronicles.com. Uh, go there to listen to our podcast, watch our videos, connect with us on social media, newsletter, and much more awesomeness uh, of giving respect and voice to people with ex- exceptionalities, specialchronicles.com to go listen and subscribe to our podcast any time. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality, 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 dignity, 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 and the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever, and coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. You're listening to the Special Chronicles show. This is episode, this is episode 405, our podcast takeover episode, uh, hosted by Lowen. I'll turn it back over to Lowen to finish the last cup, the last few s- segments of this uh, podcast takeover. Exceptionalities blog interview that she's hosting. All right. So is Lauren Jean Miller back? Um, I just so people do know, I am taking notes about this interview for my blog. Just a recap, so everyone knows what we have already talked about. We talked about your podcast, Special Olympics, and your relationship with your girlfriend, Georgia, who I have gotten to meet, and I had to say she is a delightful person. Yep, she is. Uh, So now let's talk about uh, work with United. This past October, 
we had our first year anniversary working for United. Do you feel like you are part of the United family? And how has that been an impact on your life? Yes, we did. Just celebrate our one year with United. And how amazing it, and how fast our first year with United has has been. It's amazing how much the time has flown. And when we really say, uh, uh, when we when we have fun at work, it's amazing how, how, how fast the time, how fast the first year with United um, has, has, has gone. And yes, I feel like I am a part of the United family because everyone from our OLD, CS, our Chicago Customer Service Management Team, uh, uh, Jonna, Steve, Wick, uh, how to the customer service representatives that we work with, uh, to our mentors like Angela and and uh, and Monica and um, uh, uh, Shona, uh, so many uh, who really care and love and support us. Um, you, myself. Kyle, Z, all four of us, the original UFO, how much they, they really care, love, and support us. That's how awesome being part of the United family and working with working at United Airlines, a major legacy airline, has impacted me. Well, together with that and work at United has given me courage and has improved my self-confidence in my personal life. The fact that working as a service ambassador at United Airlines wasn't just a job. It wasn't just a career that, oh, I I should, let me backtrack a little bit. Rewind. (laughs) Insert some rewind music here. Rewind. Um, This service ambassador job at United, United Airlines wasn't a job. It wasn't a career that I thought was possible for me or people like us with exceptionalities. Together with the global partnership that United has with Special Olympics, we, you and me and Z and Kyle, we have all included. We are given an amazing powerful, I'm going to add the word powerful there, so I'm glad you're taking notes. If people hear the typing, that's low and taking notes. We are given an amazing, a powerful, a powerful, powerful opportunity. And I like to emphasize the word powerful. So if you can put it in all caps or bold or whatever you do, you do to maybe make sure people understand that powerful. We are given a powerful opportunity to work unified at United. Uh, backtrack to the Unified at Work podcast series I mentioned previously, but we are given an amazing opportunity, an amazing, powerful, powerful opportunity to work unified. And that's, when it comes down to it, I think that, 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 well, I, should, I know that is uh, how Working at United for the for the past year has impacted my life. It's an it's a powerful opportunity that has given me so much self confidence in my personal life that bef- prior to this this past year, previously before we were hired, I was going through some difficult things in my life, some challenging things. Um just really struggling with a previous job I had, struggling with so many opportunities uh, from traveling. from traveling, and I mean, so many amazing opportunities, but still struggling trying to keep track of it all. And that shows the, the powerful opportunity, the powerful impact that working at United has given me, has given me, has grown my self-confidence in my personal life and has given me a the ability to make a powerful impact on not just myself, 
not just the the four of us over in basketballs, but on the global special Olympics movement, the global people with exceptionalities. It's, I think it. Well, I I know it, it will give a lot of hope to others that can see that we can have an opportunity to have a job, to have a career at a major legacy airline, to work in the airline industry. So what once was something that wasn't possible for us, by United stepping up and being a true leader in the inclusion revolution, that is the powerful impact that United has made on my life. Well, very awesome. Since we have started, do you feel like you have improved in your work? Please tell me how. Yes. So, you know me and coffee have to take a sip. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that kind of... You're so funny, Daniel. That kind of throws down that fourth wall, though. Now we're letting all of your readers, all of the listeners know that um <laughs> uh we love our coffee breaks. <laughs> I mean <laughs> if Steve or Wick or John if if any of them are, are listening <laughs> We we love our coffee. I mean we still do our job. We just <laughs> we just love our coffee. So That isn't our the most important thing though, Dan. No 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 it's not it's not. That's just a that's just a side thing. I just want to, I want to clarify to let everybody know that that's just a side thing. It, it's, it, we take our jobs seriously. We take helping our United customers, our United passengers. We 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 show up to work. We bring a smile every day. We bring love to everybody that that flies with us on United. So. Just want to just want to put that clarification in there for that. So, yeah, <laughs> there we go. So, so see, <laughs> see, it's probably good to put that clarification in there. Good. All right, we're good. Two, two thumbs up means we're we're good to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's how. All right. Uh, there are many ways you have. Wait, did, wait, did you miss? I feel like you missed We're, question two of that work with United. Oh, you want this, the question again? The second one. I I don't think we got that yet. Oh, okay. Because we took that little yeah, side. Yeah, you said some powerful things already, but I'd oh, love to okay. hear what else you have. Yeah. Uh, the question was: since we have started. Do you feel you have improved in your work? In your work, please tell me how. Since we have started, I feel. Oh, I'm spitting on the. I'm glad there's nobody else in the studio. All right, I'm spitting on the iPad. It's not. It's not good. Okay. Since we have started, I feel like I have improved in my work. I learned new skills in the airline industry from helping our United customers, our United passengers, check in to for the flights. Given directions in the large airport in the large terminal one that is unite that 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 is Ohio International Airport so something that was I mean just like you I've traveled before on United I, I mean I've but it was still a huge place it was still those still going into this job, there was so much I didn't know that now, one year later, I have learned so many new skills in the airline industry of how people not only give directions to wheel things are in Terminal 1 or Terminal 2, depending on where the gate is, be, being able to just picture the airport in my mind to give directions to people, to help people check in on the United app, on the kiosk, on the help people like those that's so many skills that I feel that I have improved so much in my work at United Airlines. Very cool. I actually just have a follow up follow up question. 
Um, I know that before uh, I worked in United, I didn't really know my way around. I was looking at signs or felt confident. <laughs> Do you feel the same way? The um, oh yeah, yeah. I feel I I feel exactly the same way. Um, before like I was looking at signs, didn't I didn't feel confident that I would know where to go, let let, let alone tell customers. Where to go, but now a year later, I feel so much more confident. Well, I don't have to. I don't have to look at a sign to to, to, to know. Okay, it's this way to Terminal Two. It's it's this way to the Seagate. It's this way to B nineteen. It's it's this way to to B nine to what level. It's this way to this way to that way. I feel now looking there for the past year. I can picture where everything is in my mind that now, year later, uh, with the experience that we have had at United, um, it has made it much more easier to get around myself, but also to help the customers to get around. Did you feel the same? Uh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. There are many ways you have been a voice for people with exceptionalities. So how has being one of four service ambassadors given you that ability? Great question. Being one of four service ambassadors has, has given me the, the ability to be a voice for people with exceptionalities because I... And you and other the the other service ambassadors, Kyle and Z, and you and me, four of us, am, am able to show the mainstream public. We are we I we we are able to show the mainstream public that people with exceptionalities are able to work in the airline industry. We are able to be a voice for people with exceptionalities and and show. Are those with us, other people with exceptionalities and the mainstream public that we have gifts, we have talents, and we have the ability to work for a major legacy airline at United at United Airlines? Cool. Yep. Yeah. What do you love about working for United, and why? What I love about working for United is that it's a family. It's much more than a job. Working for United has given me so many opportunities and improved so much in my personal life that I'm incredibly grateful to have. And to be working for a company that truly cares about us and understands what it truly means to be a leader in the inclusion revolution. Wonderful. Um... What makes you unique and why? What makes me unique is my boyish smile, my sense of humor, and my ability to show people that hate can be met by love. Us people with exceptionalities show love when we are met with hate. That's exactly the way I've always been, no matter what, when people have said bad stuff but me and my friends, I smile, I listen, and I stay happy and joyful when interacting with them. That's what I've always shown. And that is all what makes me unique. So my to recap, what makes me unique is my boyish smile, my sense of humor, and my ability to show people that hate can be met. By love. Beautiful. Uh, do you have any advice to people with exceptionalities that want to advocate for people like them? And any advice for people with exceptionalities as a whole? My advice for people with exceptionalities 
that want to advocate for people like them is to start a podcast or a blog, give a speech or a presentation, become a communicator. Through powerful platforms as digital media, whether you're starting a podcast, blog, giving a speech, presentation, becoming a communicator, through through these powerful platforms as digital media, you're able to share your story. And in doing that, you're able to advocate for yourself, but much more importantly, advocate for people with exceptionalities. So to recap, my advice for to, to people, to all the people with exceptionalities that, that are reading your blog, that are listening or watching this podcast, is to start a podcast, blog, give a speech, give a presentation, become a communicator. And my advice to people with my advice to people with exceptionalities as a whole is to remember you are unique. You have the ability to make a difference and to be a leader in the inclusion revolution. You show people that hate can be met by love. Let me recap that. My advice to both people with exceptionalities is I want to advocate for people like them and my advice to people with exceptionalities as a whole is to start a podcast, blog, give a speech or presentation and to become a communicator and in becoming a communicator, remember that you are unique. You have the ability to make a difference, to be a true leader in the inclusion revolution. You have the power you reading or listening or watching, you reading this blog, you listening or, or watching this podcast right now, you have the power to show people that hate can be met by love. I'll rephrase that briefly. You, you people with exceptionalities, you have the power to show people that hate can be met by love. And that is needed today more than ever. That is awesome. And my last question, anything to add, Daniel? Well, first, thank you, Owen. Thank you for interviewing me on your amazing Exceptionalities blog today. I love that word, Exceptionalities. I love the title and the mission of your blog, Ex- Exceptionalities. And one final thing to add is I hope you'll blog readers will join us on Special Chronicles. Will join us on SpecialChronicles.com to listen and subscribe to our podcasts, videos, blogs, newsletter, and much more fun, inspiring, and empowering content that will, that, that will hear about stories about life from a different angle. So, to wrap up, I just want to say that this podcast takeover except exceptionalities blog by Lone Mill right here on the Special Chronicles show has been, has been executive produced by specialchronicles.com where you can listen and subscribe to our podcasts, videos, blogs, newsletter, and much more fun, inspiring, and empowering content that will hear about stories about life from a different angle. So, once again, just to recap, to to recap the recap, if that makes sense, this this podcast takeover, Exceptionalities blog by Lowen Miller, in collaboration with, on the Special Chronicles show, has been executive produced by specialchronicles.com, where you can listen and subscribe to our podcast, videos, blogs, newsletter, and much more fun, inspiring, and empowering content that that you will hear about stories about life from a different angle. Thank you. Um, I also quickly want to say thank you uh, to you, Daniel. Um, honestly, being able to interview you on your podcast is an amazing experience for me. Um, this I, I have started doing... Um, I did a project for a uh, senior studies class when I was in high school. So 
uh, getting back into this is amazing. And you're one of my very first interviews. So your Mm -hmm. podcast is giving me the opportunity that you had to be the voice for exceptionalities. And, um, Thank you again. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. So I want to remind our listeners and our viewers, people watching or listening to this podcast, that if you go to specialchronicles.com slash podcast 405, that page will be up soon. Uh, we'll put a link to where you can read and subscribe to Lowen's blog at exceptional at exceptional1023.wordpress.com uh, but go to specialchronicles.com for this episode 403 specialchronicles.com slash podcast 403 for links to uh, read and subscribe to Lowen's blog uh, you if you're watching the video on YouTube or Facebook you see it going on the screen right below us um, and um Loan, you can come back and take over this podcast anytime. Uh, not every awesome. week, not of not of every week, but any no, time. And maybe off air, <laughs> we'll we'll have to talk about how you, um, if you want to, um, in addition to your exceptionalities blog, but if if you want to be a blog writer on specialchronicles.com and write some guest blogs on our site. I would love that. Is I I'd love to any opportunity you can give me, I would definitely take you up on that. Awesome. Well, is there any final thing that you want to uh, leave our listeners with, as in the, um, in the final few minutes? I will also be including Daniel's links on my blog. So for anyone who reads my blog, you could also. Uh, go to my blog to connect to Daniel, um, and maybe even Georgia, hopefully. Oh, yeah, Georgia's Kitchen Show. Go to um, specialchronicles.com and click the banner to li- to watch Georgia's Kitchen Show on YouTube. Right, so, yeah, so Daniel, just send me all those links. Yeah, please. I will, and maybe you can uh, even... Embed or put a link to this this video on your blog. I want all the links, and then everyone can uh, go to my blog and. Yeah, so go to Lowen's blog. We'll put it up on the screen again. Uh, exceptional ten twenty three dot wordpress dot com. Exceptional ten twenty three dot wordpress dot com. Uh, I think some uh, someday you. You should have like the like uh, um, ex- exceptionalities dot com or exceptional ten twenty three dot com. Okay. Someday, maybe I don't know. Maybe. So, <laughs> with with that, we hope um, you have enjoyed this different episode. This has been episode four hundred and five of the Special Chronicles show, uh, and this. Podcast takeover episode, Exceptionalities blog, hosted by Lowen Miller, in collaboration with the Special Chronicles show, has been executive produced by SpecialChronicles.com. Listen where where you can listen and subscribe to our podcast, videos, blogs, newsletter, and much more fun, inspiring, and empowering content that you will hear about stories about life from a different angle. And until next week. I'll uh, stay tuned next week for our two-hour live show, uh, Daniel's Walking New Year's Eve two-hour live show, uh, where we will look back on 2020, look look ahead to new opportunities in 2021, and present you with our greatest hits. That is a uh, highlight reel of our best of podcasts from this past year, 2020. That is coming up next week on our New Year's Eve two-hour live show. Right here, 2 to 4 p.m. Central Time on SpecialChronicles.com. Go, go, uh, go and make sure that you stay tuned. Is that going to be a fun show next week? Is that going to be a, a, a fun show next week? Oh, yeah, my vlog will be up by then. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll New Year's Eve, two-hour live show next week. So stay, stay, stay subscribed to this podcast. And I always forget to, to, to tell people this, but make sure if you 
subscribe to the show on, on Apple Podcasts or, or you, let you, wherever you listen to shows, and make sure to rate and review this podcast uh, to help more people know about. So leave us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts to let more people know about this show. So until then, uh, we'll see you next week. And remember, should we say choose to include this at the same time? Yes. And until next time, remember, choose to include. Until next week, remember, choose to include. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.